What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to Carney, the podcast that I have named myself after. Um, it's going to be another solo episode today because I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, everybody, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there. I want to say everybody, but there's a lot of people out there who... And how can I put this? They they just don't they don't care about uh, others. Uh, they don't um, really invest in their own personal health, and uh, they're they're selfish and perhaps malnourished, and 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 quite frankly careless. And it's it's I don't want to say it's it's disgusting. It is disappointing. Uh, to see and 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 hear some of these reports about how people they just they just can't take care of themselves. Um, you know, have they learned nothing over the last couple of years? <laughs> I mean, come on. I've gotten tested for COVID twice in the last four days now, negative both times. We're in the clear. This is dropping on a Tuesday. Look, a lot of things could happen before Christmas, but as of now, I'm good. Okay? Everybody has this shit. Look, I had it. I, I feel for people. Okay? Um, I'm not better than anybody. I did. I, I do want to say I was kind of in terms of COVID, the way it's uh, looked at now, I, I was an, uh, an early adopter. You know, I had COVID a year ago, actually. I was an early adopter to getting COVID on Christmas because this time last year, I did get COVID. I got coronavirus. Um, but I did it, I didn't do it like, I didn't get it like doing stand-up comedy shows. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't like selfish about it in any way. No, I actually, I got it uh, supporting small businesses is, is, how, is how I contracted it. Um, you know, trying to look out for my community. Uh, her name was Crystal. She's a she's a just a dancer in Tampa. Um, some people could say a, a stripper. Um, I think it's there. It's higher than that. There's an elevated. It's an elevated art form. You're you're, you're a dancer. Um, but I was looking out for my community, and you know I am from the Tampa area. I'm from Brandon, and that's a that's a big part of our economy. It's a it's a dancing economy. So much like, you know, people in, in Los Angeles or other parts of, uh, you know, rich kids in the Midwest, they'll dance on TikTok. You know, where I'm from, it's more blue collar. We dance in front of actual people. So that's that's the way that my community earns our money. Um, so I was just trying to put it back into circulation. And I cared so much about my community. And it was during the holidays, too. So I was like, you know what? She was wearing a mask. She's doing the right thing. I was like, hey, let me give you a little extra money. All right? I'll throw in an extra tip. And all I ask in return is that you take the mask off. Now, so that she did uh, oblige. And so it is probably um, that I did push it. I don't want to say push it, but I did, uh, you know, I did contribute a little too much, you know. I, I I tried to help too much, and in result of that, you know, I got I got bit. I got bit by the bug that is uh, coronavirus. Um, in you know, the only reason I don't even look, I don't even really like going to strip clubs. I have respect for the craft, 
But the only reason that I even went is because it was someone's birthday who I met for the first time and they were the people I was with were going. So I had no choice but to go with them. So I had it I had it a year ago. All right. I've I've been through this. Okay. I had it on Christmas and I was staying at my parents' house when I did get it. And I had to be isolated to my childhood bedroom. And my parents were very disappointed. And uh, rightfully so. They weren't like upset. But it was one of those things where it's like, damn, my, my parents, they're not mad at me, but they're just disappointed. Not even really at me, but just like the holidays are ruined. I ruined Christmas because I was trying to give back to my community. And that's what you get for trying to be a good person in, in, in this day and age. But what made it even worse is my little brother who is a, um, he's a year younger than me and he's a pilot in the Navy. And every day I remind him that stand-up comedy is the bravest thing that someone could do. And he was going to surprise my mom because uh, he does he didn't live in, in Florida where I, where I was staying, where my parents live. He, he, he was living in Texas at the time and he was going to surprise my mom uh, like the week or a couple days before Christmas as a big Christmas gift, a grand gesture, very... ABC Family, Hallmark, Lifetime movie, you know, uh, event that was prepared. And I I really, I really put a wrench in that because he couldn't stay at my parents' house, which was the initial plan. He had to stay at a friend's house. And then we did like a socially distanced Christmas. It was not ideal. But... This year is different because so far, I'm good. Like I said, I, I my body is a temple. Um, every morning, what do I do in the morning? Uh, I do the same thing. I wake up and I immediately do 100 push-ups, pull-ups, and sit-ups. And I run five miles while listening to Gary V. Um, that's that's important part of your day. If you're not listening to Gary V, then you know, you're, you're falling behind every, every moment that you're not listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, unless you're listening to this podcast, which is, you know, it's still productive because I'm telling you to listen to him afterwards. Um, you're, you are wasting your time. That That's a funny guy. Gary, Gary V is a funny guy. I do. I, he's like wildly entertaining. I watched uh, an interview with him and Mark Zuckerberg and I, Felt like I was watching myself, not in Gary Vee, but like in Mark Zuckerberg. We're very pale. Uh, he was wearing a blue sweater. I, I love a good blue sweater, good crew neck blue. Um, I, lo- I What can I say? I look great in one. You know, blue, it's just a navy blue is a, is a good color on me. I don't know. And, uh, but he is like, you could tell he's like, he's like the smarter. I'm like the methed out version of him. I'm like Mark Zuckerberg's brother that they don't bring up at holiday events, like at Thanksgiving. Mark, like he, he, they don't even bring me up. I'm like at a halfway house, and uh, you know, as 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 I'm saying this, I'm like picking my lip uh, of dead skin. It's I'm disgusting, all right. I'm revolting, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg is not even a real human being, right? He's like a 3D printed uh, CEO of uh, a company. But I was watching this interview with Gary V and Mark Zuckerberg, and Gary V would like ask Mark a question. And then Mark would start to answer, and then Gary V would be like, "No, no, let me just, no, I, I just want to let me stop you right there." He's like, "I, I want to, I mean, let me just stop. I want to stop you. Right. I want to give you a shout out. I want to give you a shout out. I want to, sh- I want to, I want to shout out you real quick." And it's like, why did you even have him on? 
you just had him on. He had him on for the clicks, of course, because he's a smart guy. But as an interviewer, he would like ask him a question and Mark would be like, well, I'm glad you asked that, uh, Gary. It's actually interesting. And Gary would be like, well, um, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me stop right there. Let me pause it right there because I do want to bring something up. Now, this is, this is fascinating. This is something that you did. And it's like, dude, just w- w- let him answer the question. Take, take a second to breathe. Breathe, Gary. Are you breathing? I saw a hilarious quote uh, from Gary the other day. Gary, my boy Gary. Uh, he, he was like, for those of us lucky enough to be alive in 15 years, uh, we will all be, a, we will all own something digital. And he was referencing NFTs and he like said that and people were like, oh, this is, look at this, this is crazy. Yeah. NFTs are going to be so, they're so popular or they're going to be like, more, uh, they're going to be ubiquitous. You know, this is something we have to dive in now. And, uh, you know, start start building your awareness with this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Gary, you know, you're so right. And I'm like, hold on. What about the first part where you said those of us that are lucky enough to be alive in 15 years? What what about that part, Gary? What what what's <laughs> what do you mean lucky enough to be alive? What, what do you know that we don't? All right. Is something is something is there is there something coming? What did what did Zuckerberg tell you? All right lucky enough to be alive in 15 years is there a meteor gary is there a tsunami what happens in the next 15 years those of us lucky enough to be alive do you pick who lives or dies are you the the are you judgment day so if he is judgment day you know you want to be able to you want to make sure that you're you're listening to him daily and and you're doing what i do which is i wake up uh hours before the crack of dawn and i i go out there in the streets in new york and I do pull-ups off of scaffolding. I do push-ups in the park. Um, and I run. I run all throughout the rock that is Manhattan. And I do it, I do it shirtless because um, because weather it's it's not real. All right. It's it's weather is a mindset. So when it, it people some people say it's cold, I say no, it's not. I, I'm choosing for it to not be cold outside. So the point is, is that I've, I've taken care of my body and it is a temple. And as of this point, I do not have COVID-19 as far as I know, I've gotten tested, like I said, twice. Um, I got tested today during the, uh, while I'm recording this podcast, uh, the day that I recorded this one. And I also got tested last Friday. So, but I did, uh, it was tough to get a test. So, City MD, they do rapid tests, and there's also the PCR test. But like the PCR test is, it's two to two to three days. So, what what's the point of what's the point of that? You know, how many people are gonna spit in my mouth in two to three days? I I'm like a I'm like a wishing well. Instead of people throwing coins in, they just fucking spit in my mouth. This is New York. It's disgusting. So, I'm like, I need a I need a rapid test. The rapid test line is it's three hours. I'm like, I'm not I'm not doing that. I could get COVID in that line waiting for the test also three hours that's like two christmas movies and i i gotta catch up we don't have much time before christmas so i gotta see them all so i i was talking to my friend about this he was trying to get a test as well and he was at work and he said okay i'll make you a deal he said if you go pick up the at-home tests i will pay for them i said done done now everybody is was, was trying to do this at the same time all right, everybody was also trying to get an at-home test, which is very difficult to do in New York now. They're, they're going off the shelves. It's the hottest ticket item, all right? It's 
at-home COVID test is the biggest, like, biggest thing on the market right now. All right? It's the week before Christmas, and at-home COVID tests are the biggest thing on the market right now. You can't even get one. You go into a store, they say, are you kidding me? It's the biggest that you can't get it. All right? So my friend is is Googling store CVSs in the city that have that have these at home tests, right? And I'm 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 on the streets. You know, I have my little like beats earphones thing. So like he's texting me. I'm getting the messages read aloud to me by some woman on in, in into my ears from the beats headphones. So he's like, uh, I, it was like Eagle eye. All right. I felt like I was an Eagle eye. Cause I'm, I'm texting him. He's texting me and it, I would get a message. I was like the CVS on 22nd and third has two in stock. And I would reply, I'm on the ground. And I would go to the CVS and I was like, all right, I have eyes in the sky. It's my friend. He's like, I'm getting messages like red light approaching. You can make if running now. And I'm like, all right, I'm going, I'm going. And I get to the CVS and I get there and I go, hey, do you guys have? And the lady just cuts me off. She goes, no, we're out of them. I'm like, ah, shit. And she was like, but you can try 53rd and Lex. I'm like, all right, I'm on it. It was like Eagle Eye meets Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, that Christmas movie. I'm like, I have, you know, eagle eye, eyes in the sky. My buddy who's at home, like typing away. I'm just picturing him with like three or four monitors in front of his face, just fingers going everywhere. Like that, that guy in, uh, that guy, like Nicholas Cage's friend in Declaration of Independence. I was Nick Cage. So it was like eagle eye meets Declaration of Independence meets Jingle All the Way because I'm trying to get the hottest ticket item right now of the season, which is an at-home COVID test the week before Christmas. Not, like, yeah, yeah, almost exactly a week before Christmas. And people are like, what are you, crazy? You waited this long to get one? I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't know I needed one until now. You know, just like in Jingle All the Way where, you know, he's trying to get that turbo doll. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to get like this turbo, turbo doll for his kid. And his wife's like, uh, you know, you got that turbo doll, right? I told you to get it, you know, months ago. And he's like, his eyes just light up and he's in bed and he's like, oh, yeah, of course. And then he, that's the whole movie is him chasing after this doll, him and Sinbad. Uh, I didn't have a Sinbad character. There was no antagonist in my story, which, which was disappointing. I feel like, you know, I, I could have, I could have used one. I would have, I would have liked to have some sort of like arc. But I'm, 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 I literally, I went to like f- at least five, probably like four or five locations. So I'm going to like, I'm going on 22nd, all over Manhattan. I'm like 22nd and 3rd. All right, go 53rd and Lex. I go there. I'm like, hey, do you guys have? They're like, no, we don't roll out. And my, I text my friend, like they're out. He goes, so I get a message. It's like four blocks away. There is a CVS with one more box left. And I'm like, all right, shit. And, and I'm running and he's like, you can make it. You need to hurry. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going. And, uh, and they were all out. They were all out. Every single one I got to, they were all out. My friend, you know, he's got the monitors. He's texting me. He's like, I have now hacked the Walgreens mainframe. And he like, he made like an account at Walgreens and he's like, they have deactivated my account. He's trying to order them online and it would like go through. Then he'd get an email that says your order has been declined. 
or you're or rejected, and it we we couldn't fucking get one. I'm running everywhere. I probably I, I probably ran like six or seven miles, but thank God I'm in like peak physical condition to do these things because of my routine that I mentioned earlier. And finally, luckily, we were able to get tests. And the reason we were able to get them is because we had a uh, Eastern European friend in Queens who had stockpiled tests, and he was like, "Yes, I can help you." And we got we got a whole we got so many tests, so many tests. Could have made so much money. The money that I would have made instead of finding out that I tested negative, I, 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 I looking back, I wish I would have just sold the tests. You know, I I, I don't. I don't know if there's like ethics or morals involved, but at that point it's like you can upcharge. You know, I, 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 I bought the dip. Actually, I didn't buy the dip. I had a friend who bought the dip and then I got in there and he just gave me his shares for free. And I was like, Hey, I'm sitting on gold right now. All right. So the, the, the what I'm trying to say is if you have an at home test, look, it's probably the Omicron anyway, you're probably fine. Just sell the test, make a little bit of extra money. You know, it's the holidays. We could all use a few extra bucks, you know, rent, rent is, do five days after Christmas, you know, six days after Christmas. How fucked up is that? How messed up is that? And you still got to get everyone gifts. It's crazy. And then you have to throw money in Bitcoin. There's a lot of things that require your attention financially. And any way you can make uh, a few extra bucks, the better. So I, I say sell them, sell them. But I'm negative. And that's, that's, that's the most important thing. Uh, to take away from this. Now, I uh, I did bring up a movie, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've been, I, I look, I, I'm a sucker for Christmas. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater right now. I love it. I love it, okay? This past Saturday, I walked all around the city. I listened to Christmas music. I went and saw the tree. It's the week before Christmas. No one's fucking there because everyone's too, they're, they're scared to get COVID. Now, I don't begrudge anybody for this. Uh, all I have to say is, is thank you. Really, because it cleared out a lot of traffic. So I got to walk around, have myself a day, the little extra Christmas shopping, got a little of this, a little of that. And uh, I, I love it. I soak that shit. That makes it warms my heart. All right. I don't, I, you know, I don't care. I don't care if, if you want to be like, oh, Dan's a pussy. He likes Christmas. Oh, what, whatever. You know, life is not, it's not the easiest thing. Okay. And uh, any, any little extra, something that can make you feel better about it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I love watching the cheesy Christmas mu- movies. I'll pop an edible. I'll throw on like three of those in a row. I have myself a good time. Okay. If I got COVID, uh, I was fully prepared to just sedate myself in my room, eat a bunch of sh- cookies and shit, watch Christmas movies and just walk around, uh, you know, Rockefeller center. All day. I'll do that. I'll do that every day. If I could do that every single day and it's give me like a nice 35 degree day where it's gray, that's that's all I need. That's that's all I need to be happy. So, um, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies and I watched uh, I watched Jingle All the Way. That's a I that's a really underrated I don't know if it's underrated Christmas movie, but it's uh it's a good one. One it's kind of like a superhero movie at the end. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's looking for this turbo doll, much like I was looking for the COVID test. Uh, it's like the turbo doll is the most popular toy on the market. And the idea is that Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, 
He's uh, what's his fucking name in that movie? Is it Hal? It's something like Hal. I'm gonna look it up. But his character in the movie, he's supposed to be like this guy who's way too into his job. Howard. Howard is his name. Um, he's supposed to be like way into his job, some BS corporate sales job, and he's neglected his family. Now, here's the thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger, the most likable guy of all time. I don't think he could ever play a villain and it'd be believable. If he was a villain, I'd be like, I want to work for the bad guys. I want to be on the villain side. I like that. So I... I, th- there's no way you can make me believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't love his family. I mean, he, <laughs> or, or I guess in, I guess he did cheat on his wife in real life. But even then, I mean, it's like, I, you, he's such a lovable guy to where I'm like, you know, what did, what did she do? You know, how did she, how bad did she hurt him? So there's, I don't, I don't know the full story, right? I don't know the whole, the whole specs of the thing. But I, I do know that that uh, I he's very affable. So in this, but in this movie, he's supposed to play this like, you know, cold corporate dude who is neglecting his family, his wife, and his kid. Who's such a bitch in the movie? His kid Jamie, uh, who's just like you never go to do my go to my karate stuff, Dad. No, you don't want to be there. I'm like. My dad was in Iraq for like my whole childhood. Never did I call him and be like, "Why do you have to fight the the bad guys? Why do you have to go to uh, the the desert?" Like, can you imagine that? Your dad is he's just he just has a fucking sales job. It's a regular 9 to 5. Oh, you can't get off work in time to come to my Shut up. You spoiled brat. How it's like and I'm watching that and you're like, "How that's a great thing about Christmas movies is that they can be wildly corny and that's part of their charm. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, this kid is a, I hate this kid. This kid sh- does not deserve to get this toy, but he's also a kid. So you're like, all right, like he's going to, he's got to get the toy, but he doesn't deserve it. How about a Christmas movie where the kid wants a toy, but he's so rotten and spoiled. He just doesn't get the toy and, and the parent wins. How about that? There were some Christmas Christmases where I for sure did not deserve gifts. I was a I, I you, there's there was years where I was a I was a brat, you know. But I but my my <laughs> but I was different than this Jamie kid. But <laughs> yeah, the Jamie kid was like, you never you never come to my my t-ball games. Why are you always why are you always working, Dad? I'm like, he's you have a dad, he's there. You're seeing you're seeing him, okay? It's it's it. He works probably like nine to six. All right, like he he can't get off. And with rush hour, they're in Chicago. No, you're 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 gonna see him eventually. Sorry, he's trying to make money. You want you want you want nice things? You want nice things, Jamie? This is what parents have to do. So it's kind of annoying. And uh, but anyway, in the movie, he's running everywhere trying to get this Turbo doll for his kid. Turbo Man is like a superhero in the movie, and he, you know, obviously no luck. And he runs into Sinbad, who plays like a mailman, who is also trying to get 
the toy for his kid because his dad never got him the toy that he wanted. So he's like hell bent on giving his child a different fucking, you know, different life. And he blames him becoming a mailman on the fact that his dad didn't get him a Christmas present. Christmas movies really like spoil children. They just, they make kids think that, well, if, you know, if I don't get the toy, then Christmas is for nothing. Come on. Um, but anyway, they go all over town trying to get this doll. And Arnold Schwarzenegger finally ends up at like this parade, this Christmas parade. And like he's, because he's, if you've seen the movie, you understand. I'm trying to do a good job of making it concise and to the point. But he gets to the parade, right? And it's this, it's like a Christmas parade and it gets there and then all of a sudden he finds himself getting like snatched up by this production team who's like this, who has a float there. And then he finds out that like they thought that he was supposed to play Turbo Man in this parade. So they, they fucking suit him up in all this, in Turbo Man's costume, right? So he's got like this like this Iron Man-esque costume that has like real weapons on it. And he's using these weapons to fight against Sinbad who like is like a Green Goblin character who like flies in on this float and now they're fighting. And they're just shooting like real things out of their their like forearms, right? Out of their wrists. Like, like fucking Spider-Man webbing people. But there's, it's like, it's, that's what it was like. It was like Iron Man versus Green Goblin. And this this th- uh, Christmas Day parade in Chicago in this movie, Jingle All the Way, and everyone's like, woo, they're cheering. But they're actually like trying to kill each other over this doll, this like custom-made, you know, special edition Turbo Man doll that the guy, whoever was playing Turbo Man in the parade was going to gift to like one lucky child at the parade. So obviously, spoilers, Arnold Schwarzenegger defeats Sinbad, gets the doll, gives it to his kid, Jamie, who, by the way, his kid, Jamie, the enti- and this is the, part, this is the part of the movie that annoyed me the most, uh, what I wanted to get to, is his kid, Jamie, had no idea that his dad was in this outfit and was fighting Sinbad. His character. So when at the end, when Arnold Schwarzenegger gives his son this Turbo Man doll, he's like, here you go, Jamie. And Jamie's like, how'd you know my name? And Arnold Schwarzenegger is there. And now he has like part, it's not a full Iron Man outfit, costume, whatever. Not a full Iron Man suit. It's just like, kind of opaque sunglasses, some little shield covering kind of the top half of his face, bottom half of the face not covered at all, and then like a helmet. I mean, Batman's face is more covered up than Arnold Schwarzenegger's face wearing this Turbo Man doll costume suit. And his son is like, how'd you know my name? And Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, because I'm your father, Jamie. And and James like what what he takes off his mask he's like no way my dad's Turbo Man and his 
And that's if that wouldn't be crazy enough that his own son, face to face, didn't even recognize his, his own dad. Which it's like, yeah, he had that sales job. He wasn't like ab- that much of an absentee father, that he like didn't couldn't even recognize his, or his son couldn't even recognize him. He was still there. It's just like he worked from like nine to six or seven. Probably got home at seven, and his son gets off at three. So he's like, ah, oh, the first four hours of my day that I have free, my dad is working. That's everybody. And so it's just. Hilarious, he's face-to-face with his own dad. He's like, who are you? How do you know? How do you know me? I'm your father, Jamie. And if that weren't, if that's not bad enough. His own wife, so Jamie's mother, is like, Howard? What? Really? Like, she didn't recognize him either. I'm like, how am I supposed to be attached to this family? No one knows who each other is. No one, you can't even recognize people face to face. They've been married for like 20 years. They you get the idea they've been married for like 25 years. She can't recognize him. My my dad was, like I said, he was in the army. He was like, you get deployed for months and months at a time. Both child me and my brother and mom, we all like if my dad was Batman, we and we saw him on the news, we'd be like, "That's that's Batman. That's dad. Batman is our dad." He we could he could have been gone for years, and and telling us he was going to Iraq, but he was really just Batman. And be like, "That's our father. That is, I know that guy. Um, I could be seven years old. I'd be like, that is my father." But Jamie's like, what? And his dad has like sunglasses on. He's like, who are you? How do you know my name? <laughs> I am your father, Jamie. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a fire ass Christmas movie. All right, so we're gonna we got uh, we got some questions. We got some questions that you guys sent in. Um. Every week, every week, if you guys want to send in questions, you could you can email me at uh, it's carneypod at gmail.com. Carney as in my last name, pod as in podcast at gmail.com. And uh, so feel free to send in questions whenever you want. Obviously, I put it on my Instagram um, for those of you who follow me. And if you don't, I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's Dan Man Carney. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, so I'll always post like a prompt on there. First question I'm seeing is, should I tell my mother that I might have to clap? Um, that that depends. I don't know the relationship you have with your mother. So your question was, should I tell my mother that I might have to clap? Uh, I again, I don't know. It depends on what state you're you you live in. You know, I I don't know like the relationship necessarily that you have with your mother that you might have the clap. Would you phrase it as, Hey mom, I have the clap or Hey mom, I might have the clap. Are you telling her that you do have it or are you telling her that you might, you might want to wait to get those results. Um, I mean, if you, if you feel like, you know, you, she can, she can compensate you financially for, for that information, then I say go for it. But if not, you know, live your life. Live your life. 
but that was that was the first question that I saw. Okay, so here are some of the questions that you guys sent this week. Can the Lakers pull it off? Is one of the questions uh, that someone sent in. Um, so, one, I, I do want to say that uh, in regards to the NBA tying in with the COVID stuff, I am annoyed that Christmas is being affected by this disease and that the NBA, because the NBA is a big part of Christmas for me and a lot of people. I love getting inebriated and watching NBA games the entire day. That's the gift I give myself every year. And now this year, it's like the Lakers are going to play the Nets. I mean, Anthony Davis is out for injury, but it's like, you know, if LeBron or whoever else could, you know, go through COVID protocols before then, we don't know. Uh, But the Nets look like they may not have any of their stars. Uh, Trey Young is supposed to play at the Garden. There's a chance that, you know, what what if he doesn't play? Um, Giannis may not be back. So... I'm I'm really I'm really annoyed. I just let let them play. If the players want to play, let, let them play. At this point, we're vaccinated. What's the point of being vaccinated and also not being allowed to do your jobs? All right, like do do the job. If you want to do the job, do the job. You know. Um. But that wasn't the question. The question was, can the Lakers pull it off? You know what? I watched the Lakers play the Bulls the other night, and. That was the first Lakers game I'd, I'd seen in a while this year, and they did not look that bad. They really didn't. I mean, I know that like they haven't. They've been pretty mediocre considering the expectations, and really just like uh, their their numbers and where they're at in the standings. I think they're like they're either at five hundred or like one game above five hundred. Might be like sixteen and fifteen or something like that. But they didn't look that bad. And I know they were playing. They're playing the Bulls without Zach Levine, but they're also playing without Anthony Davis. And there's, you know, the Bulls have Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball, who both used to be Lakers. Both of them looked great. Um, Alex Caruso looked like he might be the greatest athlete in the world. Um, finally, like another, like he, he he might be the guy to really uh, fill fill that, uh, that that void that Jordan left. You know that it's been it's been in Chicago for a while. But so there's obviously a lot of passion. Uh, from you know LeBron and, and the Lakers wanting to probably beat Lonzo and Alex Caruso and vice versa, um, just because they used to be teammates, um, you could kind of get the sense of that when they were playing. The Lakers they looked good. They did actually. They didn't really look that bad. Um, in fact, I I think that they have a legit shot at winning it. Only if and but Anthony Davis has to be their best player. I mean, LeBron is obviously their best player, but Anthony Davis needs to be the guy to give him like close to 30 a night. He needs to be giving people like 28, 12, and 5 with like two blocks and a steal a game. Right? He needs to be in the MVP discussion, the defensive player of the year discussion, which everybody thought that that's what was going to happen with the Lakers. It was like, okay, <clears throat> they won the one with Le- when LeBron was finals MVP. They won the bubble that year. Now Anthony Davis is going to be the guy to carry them on for the next five years. And as LeBron slowly starts his decline, which he's been playing, he's been phenomenal 
lately. He's been playing incredibly. Um, so it doesn't look like that. I mean, in terms of LeBron numbers, obviously, like his PER and uh, is down and and you know he's he's not his stats are a little down, but he's still dropping like he's still giving you like twenty six seven and seven uh, somewhere around there. Um, Westbrook, I don't even think is that bad of a fit for the Lakers anyway. I mean, like he's still an MVP, uh, not really anymore, but he still is an All Star type player who can give you close to a triple double every night. Um, I could probably shoot more efficiently than he can and does, but he's still explosive. And his, I think, I think he's open. Just watching that game, I'm like, okay, he seems like he would be open to taking sort of a lesser role. Um, I, I think they have some pieces, and, and Melo is shooting 40% from three, but Anthony Davis needs to be their guy. Um, I, I, I don't think they're going to pull it off because Anthony Davis seems super checked out. Uh, so I, I don't think I, I, I just, I don't think that they're going to pull it off, but that's the big key for them is like, is Anthony Davis going to give a shit enough to give them a chance? So my answer is no, they're not going to pull it off, but they could. So I guess my answer is yes. Yes, they can pull it off, but they won't. All right. Elon Musk puts up $1 billion for you to play Russian roulette. One bullet, seven spaces in chamber. Partake. This is, is this is you know what's funny? is This is the best way to make a billion dollars. Not the best way, but this is, this is how 99.99999% of people could ever make a billion dollars is winning the lottery. Because we live in like a lottery economy, you know? Me and my friends will will like be talking to each other on the phone about crypto, and one of us will be like, "I have friends that are like, yeah, this one's worth a millionth of a penny. I'm gonna put a hundred dollars on it. This thing goes up. I'm a billionaire." And I'm like, "That's genius. You're you're a genius for suggesting that. That's a great idea. You should do that." So, uh, I wouldn't do it um, because, look, man, what is it? What what am I gonna do with a billion dollars? What 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 are we gonna do with a billion dollars that I, that I'm not already doing now that I that I can't do now, you know? Okay, so the, the this question here is is can you find a serious relationship on dating apps? Um, the best way I could answer that question is is with an anecdote. So, uh, a few weeks ago, I was out at a bar, crazy, right? Uh, with a few of my friends, and I was I was telling people at the bar that I had uh, just got divorced. My wife had just signed the divorce papers that morning and I was telling people at the bar and there was this there was this kind of like middle-aged couple and they kind of looked at me and they go, "Oh, uh so s- celebrating?" Like they weren't really sure what to make of it. And you know, I I don't want to say I was being an asshole, but I was like, I'm just going to have some fun, tell people. Cuz you can go out and you know a lot of people. I'm like, "Yeah, I just got divorced today. You know, maybe I'll get a free shot or maybe I don't know what's going to happen, but it I was, I did it. So, and, and I was like, yeah, 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 I am celebrating, you know, it was a long time coming, you know, it's been a stressful process. Uh, you know, we got married young, the whole thing was a mistake, four years, it's time to start over. And 
this sweet, sweet couple, primarily the guy, like the husband, he kind of like started taking me like under his wing. I th- he started, he treated, he talked to me like I was his son. He was like, look, man, it's all right, man. There's, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Don't, don't worry about it. You just need to have a good time. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what I'm here trying to do now. And then he starts talking. He was like, yeah, you know, I met my wife 23 years. 23 years we've been together. I was like, oh, wow, that's impressive. I was like, hopefully, uh, you know, that'll be me someday. I don't know why I'm still, like, going on. Now I'm, like, becoming, like, the sad guy. Like, I, I just supposed to be, like, a goof. And now I'm, like, actually, like, embodying this, like, depressed dude who's, like, kind of relieved that the divorce is done. But I'm also, like, depressed that, Love hasn't really found me in life. It was ridiculous. So this guy's, he's talking to me and he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I just got lucky. He's like, I, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And I was like, how'd you meet? He goes, at, at a party. Like, I'm telling you, it was luck. He was like, I was lucky, man. I saw her. It was in grad school. We're at a party. And uh, I saw her and I legitimately thought I, I knew her or recognized her. So I, I thought I had like a class with her or something. And he's like, I wasn't just saying that to be smooth. I went up to her and, and asked her, I was like, hey, I'm sorry, but do I have a class with you? How do I know you? And they had never met before. And he's like, I wasn't even trying to be, I wasn't trying to like use it as a pickup line. I was just asking kind of earnestly. And then they start, he's like, we started talking. And then now we've, we've been married for 23 years. And I was like, that's. That is beautiful. That's like the beginning of the movie when Harry met Sally. Like <laughs> that is a very heartwarming, touching, sweet story. And here I am. I have now. I have to keep up the lie because I can't be like, oh, I was lying about being divorced. Now I have to like, because this is. It feels like I'm like making a connection with this couple. I almost feel like if I didn't lie to them and I somehow got in a conversation with them uh, another way organically, we'd be. I, I would we'd be exchanging Christmas cards. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm talking to him and he, and, and he's just kind of giving me adv- like advice kind of, I'm not even really asking for it, but he's not like shoving it down my throat. He's just kind of talking to me like, like I was his son. He was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I got lucky, but here's the thing. He's like, here's the thing, man. You can't force it. He's like, you can't any, anything in life that's forced is not good. All right, you just gotta you just gotta go with the flow and just let things come to you. And you know, it's like for me, I got lucky, but you can't force it. So I've kind of I don't think I'll ever forget that advice, especially I guess when it comes to uh, dating or just anything in general. But also the fact that like I was just trying to um, have a goof and tell people at the bar that I was divorced, and then ended up with you know life advice that'll carry on with me for the rest of, of my time on this earth. So I guess the the moral of that story is sometimes it's good to lie and and make things up. But to answer your question to bring it around full circle, I would say I would say that you could, but in his words, don't force it. So that is, I think, the best way to respond to that question. Um, that's actually uh, where we're going to close things up for today. That's all the time I have um, this week. Uh, I do want to say thank you guys so much 
for listening to the podcast and or watching it if you're watching on YouTube go ahead and subscribe and 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 like the episode leave a comment helps me out um if you're if you're listening go ahead and subscribe leave a review rate it you know this is this is like look this is a new thing that I'm doing all right I'm 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 trying this out I'm I'm it, it's going to be it's a weekly show there's going to be guests there's going to be shooting it in different locations but you know as of now right now there's there's everybody has covid so i'm i'm doing a solo episode okay uh but i i truly do appreciate you guys listening supporting if you follow me thank you um you know i post these every tuesday and uh you know i put out sketches and uh and and other shit on my twitter and instagram and if uh if you're like if you're in the new york area um definitely you know follow me or hit me up um, on Instagram, if you ever want to come out to a show. Um, so I, I try to post those on my story as much as I can. And I'm going to be going, I'm, I, I'm going to be going on the road in, in some capacity, uh, in the next few months. I haven't really fully figured out which cities I'm going to be aiming to visit, but keep an eye out for that. But, uh, in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and supporting, and I will see you guys next week. Have, uh, Merry Christmas.